This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, April 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Pence back to disaster zone. Purdue, early ag-only Japan deal is possible. An outbreak squeezing global protein supply. The disaster bill is stalled and the vice president returns to the Midwest. Vice President Mike Pence is headed to Iowa today for a second visit to the region swamped by March's bomb cyclone. Pence's trip comes as a disaster aid bill is stalled in the Senate due to the dispute between the White House and congressional Democrats over spending for Puerto Rico. Iowa GOP Senator Joni Ernst, who's up for re-election in 2020, went to the White House yesterday with Senate Appropriations Chairman Richard Shelby to talk about the stalemate. Pence may also want to shore up GOP chances of taking back the Southwest Iowa House District Democrat Cindy Axney won last year. It should go without saying it's a region that also has been hit hard by President Trump's ongoing trade war with China. A quick ag-only Japan trade pact? A trade deal with Japan to lower its tariffs on U.S. agriculture commodities could be closer than expected. That according to Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue. Purdue, who met with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer this week, told reporters yesterday he was hopeful the U.S. and Japan could agree on an ag-only deal ahead of the broader free trade agreement. It's an idea that Lighthizer has floated before ahead of the U.S.-Japan negotiations that are expected to begin as early as next week. Purdue said Lighthizer understands that U.S. ag exports are at a disadvantage because of Japan's trade pacts with the European Union, Canada, Australia, and other countries. The secretary said, hopefully, we can come to a quick agreement with Japan with maybe some temporary ag provisions and then hash out the many other issues that take longer. Impressed with progress on China. Earlier yesterday on Capitol Hill, Purdue told the Senate Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee he is cautiously optimistic the U.S.-China negotiations are nearing an end. He said, I'm frankly impressed how quickly the China discussions are moving. Failure on USMCA would be devastating. Purdue assured the senators he had urged President Trump not to pull the U.S. out of NAFTA. But Purdue told reporters later it would be devastating if Congress doesn't approve the new version of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Purdue said, I don't think it's helpful to speculate what the president would do there. I don't think it's helpful to even make threats, but I can tell you it would be devastating if all three countries don't ratify this agreement. China makes hefty U.S. pork purchase. Chinese importers have purchased a substantial 77,700 metric tons of U.S. pork despite hefty Chinese tariffs on the meat. That according to USDA's latest weekly export sales report covering March 29th to April 4th. U.S.-China trade war still in full swing, but China needs pork more than ever since African swine fever began sweeping through the country. Rabobank sees gap in global animal protein. Rabobank is predicting a net shortfall of almost 10 million metric tons in total animal protein this year due to the swine fever outbreak. Rabobank expects Chinese pork production to drop 30 to 35 percent. That size reduction would be 30 percent larger than the U.S. annual pork production and nearly as large as Europe's entire supply. 
African swine fever has spread to every province in mainland China and is now affecting an estimated 15 to 20 million pigs, says Christine McCracken, Rambo Research Animal Protein Analyst. The loss of Chinese production will shift global trade patterns. Again, U.S. weekly pork shipments to China hit nearly 78,000 tons last week. The taxman cometh to USDA. IRS Commissioner Charles Redding paid a visit to Purdue at USDA headquarters yesterday afternoon. A USDA spokesperson says the meeting had to do with how the IRS and USDA coordinate in verifying eligibility for farm programs. Recipients cannot have an annual adjusted gross income of more than $900,000. Purdue and Redding had an introductory meeting and will be working together to streamline and better automate the AGI verification process to improve both internal and external customer service, according to the department spokesperson. Kip Tom, Bernhardt, win confirmation. After an extensive delay, Indiana farmer Kip Tom is finally headed to Rome after being confirmed by the Senate to be the U.S. ambassador to the U.N. Food and Agriculture Programs based there. Tom's nomination was approved on a voice vote as the Senate shut down yesterday for its Easter recess. At his confirmation hearing last August, Tom said he intended to bring a private sector perspective to U.S. oversight of the World Food Program and the Food and Agriculture Organization. Earlier yesterday afternoon, the Senate voted 56 to 41 to confirm Dave Bernhardt as Interior Secretary. Bernhardt has been serving as acting secretary since December when Ryan Zinke resigned. Census put focus on consolidation. The consolidation in U.S. agriculture is continuing unabated, and so is the aging of the average American farmer. Those are two key takeaways from the 2017 Census of Agriculture released yesterday. The evidence of consolidation is very much in line with the long-term forecast from Aimpoint Research featured at the AgriPulse Annual Ag Policy Summit last month. Some 105,000 farms accounted for 75% of all sales in 2017. That's down from just shy of 120,000 in the last census. Older but newer. The average age of farmers rose more than a year from the previous census to 57.5. But the number of beginning farmers was up by 5%, and they now make up 27% of all producers. Local is big. More than 30,000 farms sold directly to consumers with sales of $2.8 billion. Nearly 29,000 sold to retail outlets, institutions, and food hubs with sales of $9 billion. Food hubs aggregate and distribute crops from small-scale farms. GAO reports on USDA progress. USDA has implemented two of 11 priority recommendations the Government Accountability Office has made in the past, according to GAO, citing the department's actions to improve its oversight of U.S. in-kind food aid and to protect against emerging animal diseases. But the auditing agency said USDA needs to do more to protect the food supply. USDA and FDA need to find a way to coordinate the development of methods to detect contaminants in food, including arsenic and rice, according to GAO. Here's today's He Said It. Show me a crop where we can plant right now that's worth anything. 
That's Senator John Tester, a Montana Democrat, to Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, referring to the depressed commodity prices. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, April 12th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.